Howdy there. Welcome back and happy Skews Day to you. Today is September 21st, 2021. I'm Track Router, and that, dealing with some webcam difficulties there, is Mark Agee. What's up, Mark? What's up, Trey? It turns out when you update your Apple iOS to uh, plug those security breaches, your webcam don't work no more. Oh, yeah. Uh, is Apple like, is this a poor person's camera or something when you got the update? What is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I recognize it. Yeah. We can still uh, tell you looking good over there. Yeah, thanks, boy. The sun's coming. Uh, the, the low, low fall autumn sun coming through my window. It's uh, five o'clock here on the west coast. Uh, I want to start the show by uh, expressing solidarity to our brothers and sisters in IATSE. That's the International Alliance with Theatrical Stage Employees. Mm-hmm. We're holding a strike vote uh, coming up, and no matter how the vote goes, I hope you guys get better working conditions. If you guys yeah. don't know, um, IATSE has about one hundred fifty thousand members, and uh, the people you don't see on camera on right. stage, the Emmys in show business, the editors, grips, operators, uh, camera guys, hairstylists, makeup, hair, that, all that. Right, writers, assistants, script coordinators. And they've been fighting for a living wage and to try to end shit like 20 hour workdays, six days a week, um, which is hellacious. Uh, Matt says, producers, nope, sorry, buddy. You would be in a, you'd be in the writer's guild with me, I think. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, they're just, they've already won like, been been offered anyway by the producers to have their pension and benefits programs made whole and shit like that, but they're still holding off for a little bit better. And we hope you guys uh, fucking win because uh, oh yeah, it's been like the me. I mean, this actually did a, finally get a write up in the Hollywood Reporter, but the media doesn't for whatever reason. I'm not going to draw motives here, but they don't really cover labor actions until you start making consumers uncomfortable. Um, but to that point, uh, some Nabisco employees, like six different plants, just want to strike uh, after Danny DeVito got involved. <laughs> And became the unofficial mascot for Nabisco to uh, strike after tweeting out uh, no contracts, no snacks, which caught on. And they made him, uh, Danny DeVito, the logo they projected on the side of a Nabisco (laughs) plant. It's pretty fucking cool. When Danny DeVito says no snacks, people listen, by God. Yeah. People stop buying Chips Ahoy and shit, and uh, they caved. So, yeah. There you go. Right on. Well, fucking A. Way to go, Danny DeVito. And yeah, Atsy. Go get them. Fight the power, baby. Okay. With us as always. Producer Matt, this is Weekly Skews. I want to remind y'all, if you're vaccinated and want to see me live, you can go to wellregcomedy.com for tickets. I'll be at the Pantages in Minneapolis this Saturday and a bunch of other fun places after that. Hope to see you out there. Okay. Tonight, the infamous Texas abortion law known as SB8 is coming under legal fire for the first time in the form of two civil lawsuits, the details of which are suitably wild. On that note, it seems that bounty hunting your fellow Americans by suing them over political differences is becoming all the rage amongst conservatives. Yay, fascism. We'll tell you what we mean by that a little bit later. But first, as always, we will begin with the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic play. Tonight's Dumbass, the concept of socialism for not wearing its bullet and explosion-proof vests in the presence of Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is a campaign fundraising ad from Large Brain Marge. It's a little longer than the clips we normally show. It's about 90 seconds, but we believe you need to see the whole thing to really appreciate the breadth of its lens. <laughs> so. Joe Biden abandoned Americans in Afghanistan got 13 of our best soldiers killed, gave a kill list of Americans to the Taliban, and armed an Islamic terrorist nation with $83 billion in weapons like this one. Biden should be impeached. Now I'm doing a gun giveaway of my own. 
but for Americans only. I want you to win this 50 caliber rifle that Democrats will ban if they keep the House next year. While Joe Biden broke America's pledge to never leave a man behind, Nancy Pelosi is sneaking the Green New Deal into the $3.5 trillion budget. And in 2022, I'm going to blow away the Democrat socialist agenda. the website below and sign up to win my 50 caliber gun before Joe Biden bans it. <laughs> well, there you go. Pretty badass. A lot of fun stuff in there. First of all, she complains about Biden's troops killed, which if like, why, why didn't Biden think of getting her 13 worst troops killed Then Marge wouldn't have given a shit, right? Just mistake after mistake he's made. Yeah. Uh, but also like, I don't think she actually blew up that. First of all, like, a gunshot would not blow up a Prius. No, it would not. I mean, when Marjorie uh, Taylor Greene's shooting it, maybe, apparently, yeah. you know, she just charges it with that lo- lunatic uh, energy, you know, and shots it through there. But, yeah, that's uh, we've talked before about how they, they, they've got this whole, like, they're trying to do, like, like Marvel movie shit with their ads. Yeah. And that, like, they're all jumping out of planes and fucking blowing shit up and all this stuff. And it's like... You're Congress people. <laughs> you know, why are you it's shooting a, stuff until it explodes? <laughs> it's always a walk and talks, right? It's always like like to, to, to add, what you do in TV to add urgency to stuff, right? It's why West Wing, they're always moving when they're talking. But they they, 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 they have some production value, so I'll salute that. But uh, Matt found a couple funny things about this. One, she said she says in the ad that it's for for Americans only. Yeah, but pops up bullet- no Taliban allowed. I'm sure there were yeah. you know some ta- some jihadists who saw that and were like, oh darn. <laughs> I guess yeah. I won't apply then. <laughs> yeah, just like, they could just apply, get a free. Uh, you know, yeah. they, it would be really funny because like it says America, but they, the boilerplate language, which has to do with the federal election law, says it's open to. Uh, you know, people that are resident aliens or uh, legal immigrants. So I don't I consider those people Americans. I don't think Marjorie Taylor Greene would. But if somebody happened, if, if anybody listening happens to win this gun, if you show up to pick it up dressed like uh, um, uh, Mullah Omar, that'd be, that would be no fucking rule. Uh, and secondly, if you win the gun, she background check. Uh, so Marjorie Taylor Greene <laughs> is doing Doing gun control. She's doing right? the gun control. <laughs> she, she's giving away free guns to immigrants and yeah. uh, also having background checks on. So she's restricting freedom, doing the gun control, and letting immigrants run wild. Marjorie Taylor Greene, what is she yeah. doing out here? And if you're a, see if you're a member of IATSE, we talked about earlier, and you, uh, for example, were hired as part of a special effects crew to blow up that Prius that she missed when she shot at it. Please hit us up. We'd love to hear about that. <laughs> Cause uh, there's definitely some explosives in there. I feel like, and also it's not even clear whether, cause they pulled away. It, I, I don't know if that's the same car or not. I know. You know I was wondering if it was like a miniature or something or what exactly. Yeah. Blew up. There's some, there's some kind of movie magic going on there to make that Congress person explode. That car with socialism painted on it with a uh, 50 caliber bullet. Is, it's a real thing that we just watched happen in the yeah. timeline in which we all live. Oh, my goodness. All right. Mm. Our first honorable mention for Daily Dumbass is Joe Biden for allowing these horrific weapons to fall into the hands of the Taliban. Matt put up the uh, the uh, 
pictures there. Look at that. Yeah. God, is there but, no uh, decency anymore? These guys taking away yeah. our troops' duck boats. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Is my favorite. I got an RPG on a duck boat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess, I mean, obviously they're doing some recreational activities over there and get, troops are peddling around in the uh, that beautiful, pristine lake. And now the Taliban's using the duck boats for, uh, I don't know, training exercises? I can't really tell what they're up to on that. But uh, I think they're just chillaxing, man. Taliban's just out there just enjoying a little fun in the sun, nice little lake yeah. day in a duck boat. Who doesn't like a duck boat, you know? Just, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously Joe Biden left them a Navy along with that Air Force they talked about a couple <laughs> weeks ago. So I, it's just so funny to me. Like, look, the Taliban fucking sucks. None of this should be construed the same Taliban rules or anything. But like the idea that we're supposed to be scared of them has always just been really funny to me. Something that people were circulating last week on the 9-11 anniversary or a couple weeks ago was, um, do you remember that, that drawing that was going around of uh, 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 Osama bin Laden's underground, uh, underground lair? It was like this underground cave network. That looked like a like a James Bond villain thing, and they got they yeah. really they expected us to believe, and a lot of us did, that these thirty guys hanging out in the woods had access to like excavation equipment and high tech. Right. Like it was just that they were yeah, in man. a volcano with shark tanks in it and all that. Yeah, freaking sharks with freaking laser beams. It was like a super villain layer. Yeah, that he it's a volcano had. that opens up, and he's a hovercraft comes out the top it's like Moonraker. You know. Uh, they just want you to be afraid, man. Be very, very afraid of these fucking psychos in uh, swan boats on a lake. So, on that <laughs> note, one thing I'm uh, that I'm uh, again, Taliban sucks. We're very anti-Taliban. Yes, excuse. We just want to stress that enough. Yeah. But uh, these these some of these pictures that are coming out of them in these various situations. They always look the same, so they're always done up in full Taliban regalia and holding an assault rifle or whatever, and then they're sitting in a duck boat or they're sitting at a desk by in front of a computer, you know, because yeah. this dude has been given a bank now, but he looks like every other Taliban guy. And I've just, you know, I want a series of these pictures coming out, the Taliban, full-on Taliban doing just various, like, like, you know, I want one, like, clipping hedges or something like that, or maybe, yeah. like, working on, working the grill or the smoker, some stuff like that. I I saw that bank guy. He's like the, the, the Duke Taliban, like head of the federal, the, whatever their federal reserve or treasury department is or whatever. He's got an AK. He's sitting at a computer, but he's holding his AK. And it's yeah. just like, can you imagine like you get into the Taliban, you just like ride around in the back of truck shooting and shit, you know, hanging out with your boys. And now you've got to like look at spreadsheets and like give permits. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, oh, you're the fucking dog that caught the car, man. This is like, I didn't want to govern anything. This is boring as shit, dude. You're right. You got to run a water department. There yeah. was a there was a news camp. Uh, this guy, I guess they one of the big mansions for the ex president that has like thirty Taliban guys is living in it because like why not? They've never been to a mansion before, but they're like the guy one that spoke in English was walking around showing all the paintings of horses and how cool the paintings of horses are. And I like, I guess the guy really liked horses. It's like yeah, guess he liked horses, but <laughs> enjoy your horse paintings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, poor Taliban. Okay, uh, so our next honorable mention: anybody, everybody who didn't show up. For Capitol Riot 2, Electric Boogaloo this past weekend, because you missed out on some pretty dope stuff like this guy here. Add to your heroes this name of renown. The name Ashley Babbitt, the whole world shall sound. Her name shall now rank with the gallant and brave who fought like a hero our freedom to save. A lot of us here are, you know, we don't trust the Capitol Police, obviously. No, and and let, let me be clear. 
where I come from, the police are great. The uh, they are absolutely great. Um, I've been friends with many of them. <laughs> so uh, just uh, just so everybody knows the the interviewer guy the reporter guy he's there making fun of them that also is the same dude from that clip of matt gates and marjorie taylor green on the beach or whatever when that guy mm -hmm. dressed in american flag clothes runs up to matt gates he's like i fucking love you man everybody thinks you're a pedophile but i don't think you're a pedophile i think you're cool i know everybody else says you're a pedophile but not me though you're great that is that nice. same guy standing there interviewing awesome. this this lunatic with uh, beef jerky. So yeah, shout out to that guy, Walter Masterson is his yeah, name. Yeah, he did a microphone made out of beef jerky, didn't he? He was interviewing the guy with. Yeah, uh, I love that the, the guy he's interviewing is trying to recapture the QAnon shaman magic. He's wearing a, he doesn't have white habit because he's got like a, a coonskin hat as opposed to the uh, buffalo horns. Uh, and uh, the, he's singing a song about Ashley Babbitt, who of course they're turning into a martyr. But beyond that, so the about a couple dozen people showed up for this, uh, you know, rally to free the January 6th political prisoners. I think there was like 500 reporters and 30 people or something. <laughs> so it was a, it was kind of funny. It was a, it was a big uh, fight on the right because people were saying we're going, and like all the leaders of like they've gotten uh, used to being infiltrated, like uh, left wing protesters have. So they're suspicious everyone's a Fed or a cop. So. <laughs> They were talking about this on uh, Will Sommer and Oswin Soupsang's podcast. But if you, um, they, if someone suggests they think someone's a Fed on their message boards, they say they're glowing, right? They're so obvious that they're glowing. They call them glowies. So all these people are calling each other glowies <laughs> on their message boards. <laughs> all accusing, right? None of, them, none of them showed up this rally because they all think they're fucking been they've been so infiltrated. Yeah. They're all getting arrested. And all the people at the rally are like surreptitiously filming each other and stuff just like yeah. glowy spotted got a glowy at my 10 o'clock and the other guys doing the same thing right back to him or whatever it's, yeah they're, they're uh, not wrong the, the one guy who got arrested there says a cop saw him with a gun it turned out that was a dea agent so they let him go well <laughs> so but it's not clear whether that guy the dea agent was there participating in the protest or infiltrating it but either way they let him go uh because he's allowed to carry a gun because the dea agent but either way it's like it was it was fucking hilarious uh yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> our, our next honorable mention, uh, the PC police for obscuring this woman's totally valid point in the name of political correctness. Put the screen grab up there, Matt, so we can talk about it. This is a, a staff member at Mabel Rush Elementary School in Newburgh, Oregon, showed up to work in blackface on Friday, allegedly saying she was dressed as Rosa Parks and protesting a vaccine mandate for teachers so you know she's just out there fighting for freedom in the guise of one of our most renowned freedom fighters miss rosa parks and you know at, how, how are you gonna dress up like rosa parks mark you got, i mean probably not like that it astounds me the number of people who like consider the best course of action and, and land on blackface you know <laughs> any given time here's a little tip never do blackface it's not no, gonna work out generally well. speaking I, good yeah. rule of thumb just don't do blackface you know but she was I, I like, why yeah. Rosa Parks? What am I supposed to do? You can't be a white Rosa Parks. <laughs> this uh, this school district's been going through it lately. Here's a here's a funny thing that, I, that doesn't make sense in a second. But in Newburgh Dundee School District, which is, is, involves this school, they voted to ban Black Lives Matter and Pride flags in public schools uh, and uh, saying it was a sign of political indoctrination. And of course, been fighting over criti critical race theory and stuff, which is a really funny contrast because here you have a the two conservative panics at the same time, right? On the one hand, 
we cannot talk about racism and the 1619 Project and critical race theory and all this shit in schools because it's unfair to say that America oppressed people because America never oppressed anyone. And the other hand, trying to get me to take this vaccine is just like that black lady who had to ride in the back of the bus. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is oppressive. I'm being yeah. oppressed by this country and I don't like it. And it's funny how they like they love to draw the comparisons between people like Rosa Parks or also the fucking Holocaust. You know, mm-hmm. they love to throw that out there, but then don't want those things taught to children in school at the same yeah. time. It's like, how would you have all these wonderful examples to pull if you had not been taught about them, right? How, right. You know, how are your children going to dress up in blackface to protest for their freedom one day if they're not taught about Rosa Parks, you know? Yeah. Got to think I mean, ahead, I'm, Mark. Yeah. How would you have known to do blackface if you hadn't learned about Rosa Parks in school, lady? Uh, <laughs> but the, this same school district also had a scandal recently where uh, there's a Snapchat group called the Slave Trade where there all where all these kids were bidding what they would pay for their classmates. Uh-huh. And I don't have to tell you they're also racist jokes. So yeah, that school district's really hitting lately. They're uh, they're going through it. Um, yeah. yeah, Oregon. By the way, just want to point out Newburgh, Oregon, not Alabama or whatever. I mean, ah. there's places in Alabama where that's going on too. But yeah, you, yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. God well- damn it. Oregon's founded as an all-white state, so uh, they have they have their history too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, I really like this one. Our next honorable mention for daily dumbass is us liberals for being so good at the brain jujitsu that conservatives have no choice in the face of it but to die of COVID. Uh, if you missed this from yesterday, the hot new uh, conspiracy theory on the right was that. Um, And you see the headline here, Howard Stern proves Democrats want unvaccinated Trump voters dead. So basically the idea is we've been gaslighting them into not taking the vaccine because we know that it works and and we want them dead. So we don't want them to take it. And the the, I guess the, the conceit is they're like, well, they know. They know that whatever we say, we ain't going to do because we're patriots and they're queers and they know how that works and they're exploiting that and using it against us. And that ain't fair. It's like, I don't know. It's just it's it, it very, even, very funny to me. You can't even like find a through line there. But it's just like, yeah, it's like you guys keep making fun of us for dying. when We don't get vaccinated. Therefore, that hardens our position to not get vaccinated. Therefore, you're making us not get vaccinated. It's your fault. We're choosing to not get vaccinated and then die. Is it right. that's pretty much it? Yeah. I guess, yeah. But it's like, because I read, you know, when I first read, I was like, we've literally begged y'all to get vaccinated, but that's what they're saying. They're like, yeah, but you know, when y'all say for us to do a thing, that we're not going to do it. And so that's why you've been saying to do it is because you knew we wouldn't do it and you want us to not do it. That's why you say to do it is because you want us to not do it because you want us to die. Yeah. Whatever. It, it can't be anyone else's fault. And having opposition, opposition with defiance disorder, where whatever you're asked to do, you're going to do the fucking opposite. Like, I don't know if, if we try to reverse psychology. I mean, that probably what we should, what's, what we should have done is we should have like made the vaccine really exclusive. Like it was a Supreme drop or like a ba- like an NFT or a baseball card that you can't have and everybody will want it. And then we could have rolled it out more slowly and therefore gotten more uptake in the long run. But I don't know, man, like we, you shouldn't have to fucking handhold people to do something socially responsible. And I, I don't know what to uh, yeah, how, like it's like checkmate. I don't know what to do. I can't ask you right. to get it because then you well, say no. But if it, I stop asking you to get it, then this pandemic keeps going. Right. And also, and I ta- I put a video out today and I talked about this and that, but like th- this was yesterday when this thing mm-hmm. like came out, was making rounds. And then last night and this morning and today, 
they were all talking about that uh, Project Veritas anti-vax expose thing that came out that was like, this proves that the vaccine is ineffective and dangerous. And it's like, yesterday, you were saying that it works so good that we're tricking you into not taking it so you'll all die. But mm-hmm. now, all the millions and millions of people who have had the vaccine are now collectively hiding from you the fact that it doesn't work for reasons like I why, like I, you know and it's just in a 24 in like an 18 hour span they went completely from one end of the spectrum to the other one on this subject and it's just like you said I don't know I don't know what you do with any of that cuz it's just it doesn't matter what position you take or what you say they're going to just they're going to come up they're going to come with some bullshit about it yeah and, yeah. Motivate, motivated reasoning is a hell of a drug. And as far as the efficacy of making fun of people, um, I don't know. We do accomplish much here, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it's like uh, we're, whoever we're talking to, we're preaching to the choir, except for the trolls that come here to say we're anti-white. I uh, would sure. appreciate you guys. Thanks for adding to our numbers. Um, the, uh, but the, there was an article today in Slate, I think, talking about uh, the Herman Cain Award, the Reddit thread, yeah. which I know, I know you and I are familiar with. Uh, which if you're not familiar with it, what they do is they, they, they post the Herman Cain Award is people who denied COVID seriousness and or, or, or and or refused to get vaccinated, then later die. It's, it later die of it. And uh, they're, they're they win the Herman Cain Award. And what they do is they, they track, they screen grab a bunch of social media posts that people go through the evolution of denying it, then getting it, then calling them on prayer warriors to do whatever. And it's almost on to the moral calculus of whether this is like just pure like schadenfreude or whatever it is. But the thing is. There is so popular that anti-vaxxers are reading it and it actually they've getting posts of people was like, you know what, this thread, this, this Reddit page convinced me to get it's the only thing that convinced me to get vaccinated because I sound like these fucking morons. And thank you for getting me to get. <laughs> well, so, dude, whatever. I'll take what I can get as far as that goes. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. If it's working, that's good. But um yeah, on a related note, uh, gotta as always can't hardly get out of a daily dumbass segment these days without dipping into my homeland of Tennessee. Uh, my sister was texting me about this earlier, and Katie was uh, bringing it up to me. So Tennessee has decided that uh, they're going to limit monoclonal antibody treatments to unvaccinated residents. So if you are vaccinated but contract COVID, you will not be able to get the monoclonal antibodies in Tennessee because they need those for all the unvaccinated people, you know, clogging up the ICU who are so much worse off than the vaccinated people from a purely medical standpoint. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm medicine dumb. I'm no doctor. But like taking all the like uh, extenuating circumstances out of it, which you can't do, but I totally would understand why you would do that because those people are worse off. You got to prioritize them. They need it more, but it's still fucked up that you can like take every measure to protect yourself, end up, you know, one of the statistically unfortunate ones need this shit and not get it because of some Herman Cain award motherfucker who refused Mm -hmm. to do anything is, Mm -hmm. you know, in line ahead of you. Yeah, imagine if you had to go to the back of the line of the emergency room because you were wearing your bicycle helmet. Um, right. Yeah, all and, these and, people and, who weren't wearing their helmet and fell off the yeah. cliff, they got yeah their priority over you. Which that is how triage works, and I get that yes. the more serious injuries go first. But also, right. like, it's a little infuriating because I know um, a, a friend, a mutual friend of ours. I'm not going to put his medical. I'm not going to violate his HIPAA rights when he's going to remain, remain unnamed on the on, on the skews. But is fully vaccinated but had a breakthrough case. Symptoms mm-hmm. weren't bad, but it has a history of bad asthma and blood clots and whatnot, heart problems. So we had to go get the monocle antibody treatment as a precaution because the doctor didn't want it to develop. So in Tennessee, 
he would be ineligible to get the treatment that he needed because right. someone else didn't take the vaccine. Um, maybe he'd have been fine anyway. I don't know. But the thing about preventative treatment is you do it on the front end so you don't get very, very sick. And, and this is the whole bit, thing yeah. about like where they're like, why, you know, it's my choice. It's my body and it's my choice. And it's still so funny to me that that's like, that is their, th my body, my choice is rallying mm -hmm. cry for them now. But anyway, that's their, I was like, why, you know, it's not your right to do this shit, but it's like just screaming at them. These are the reasons because it does affect us or can affect us. You know, none of this shit has to be happening, but you're fucking everybody else over too by, you know, doing, which is, that's where your free, your personal freedoms are supposed to end at the point where they, uh, mm -hmm. infringe upon those of others, right? And it's always been that way. But all yeah. of a sudden, that's a abstract concept where COVID and the vaccines are concerned. And, like, I don't think people think about, like, hey, it's like there was a guy that died last week, I think. Uh, I think it was in Arkansas because he had a heart attack and the 37 closest hospitals couldn't take him. Yeah. Um, and someone, I, I think it was a MSNBC or The Daily Show or both of them used the club, I'm not sure who dug it up, but it was uh, people arguing about seatbelt ordinances in the 80s. And I'll, I'm all to remember that people going crazy about seatbelt requirements. Mm -hmm. And people said it was first step towards communism or fascism, picurism, as an infringement, overthrowing the Constitution, as a freedom of personal liberty. And I guess a lot of people are, are open to those arguments. But I'll, let me tell you some inside information for like when I covered traffic accidents, I was a reporter. Um, in a simple accident, you pull the car off the side of the road, traffic goes, right? If it's a uh, death accident or a de an accident that could turn into a death accident, depending on how seriously the person wasn't there taken off, the cops have to do a lot of investigation. The road gets blocked off for hours. So even if you're just talking about taking hours out of people's lives where they sit in traffic, you did affect someone else's life by not wearing your fucking seatbelt. Right. Forget your wife and kids being left alone without your support and care and love. Like we are, we are a society. We are. Right. <laughs> I don't know how to well, tell people that. It's been it's been uh, pointed out before, but it's like you're talking about uh, cars and traffic and shit. It's 100 percent your right as an adult American to get drunk if you want. It's also your right to drink yourself to death if you want to. You sit in your house and drink yourself to death. You could do that. It, uh, it's also your right if you have a license to drive, but you are not allowed to get drunk and then drive because mm -hmm. It's dangerous to the rest of us. It's dangerous to other people. That's why you're not allowed to do it. You're allowed to do all of those things individually as an a, American of adult age, but mm -hmm. you can't combine them because that's when it starts to fuck with everybody else. And I just don't see how this is really any different other than the heavy politics involved with it. It's not. It's just opposition to finance disorder, bud. And right. just narcissism. <laughs> Okay. Uh, hey, Matt, producer Matt and Mark, let's skip these last two, I guess. Let's get into yeah. the uh, Texas SB8 stuff. Mark, I want you to take it away, please. Let's talk about it. Uh, all right. So this weekend, a Texas doctor by the name of Alan Braid, he wrote a column in the Washington Post where he uh, admitted it's the wrong word because what he's doing isn't wrong. But he confessed to the crime of performing an abortion for a woman who was past six weeks. And he said he did so out of duty of care to his patient and to, quote, make sure that Texas didn't get away with its bid to prevent this blatantly unconstitutional law from being tested. Um, so he was begging somebody to come get me, come at me, bro, right? Because no one's, we, as we talked about before, like, I was skeptical this law would ever be actually used, right? Because you, in, in, uh, I think we talked about a couple weeks ago, I said that like, basically it's going to go with somebody who's against the law is going to file a lawsuit to test it because no one else wants to put their name on it, really. 
Uh, and that's kind of what happened, except much funnier. Uh, so so there have been two lawsuits filed. The first one, I'll start with the first one because that's the funnier one. Um, this guy named Oscar Stilly. Uh, he's a former lawyer in Arkansas. He's not even in Texas. Uh, he was convicted of tax fraud in 2010 and is currently serving a 15-year sentence. He's home on a home. He's on a home confinement right now because of uh, you know they let people out because of COVID. Um, he said he's not personally opposed to abortion. He thinks the measure should be subject to judicial review. Obviously, so he's like this law fucking sucks, right? But on the funny on, on the funny end of it, he says if the state the state of Texas decides he's going to give somebody ten thousand dollars, why should I get that ten thousand dollars? <laughs> right. So it's like this law sucks, but if you're going to be assholes about it, give me that money. That's essentially his fucking uh, yeah. It's America, okay. but yeah. Okay, so let me get this straight. This dude, and I know there's another one uh, also, but mm-hmm. like this guy, a disgraced former lawyer who thinks this law is stupid, and mm-hmm. the reason he's uh, filing the suit is just to illustrate that fact, like to illustrate how ridiculous, because he's a disgraced lawyer from a totally different state yes. who has nothing to do with this guy, nothing to do with the woman, nothing to do with the doctor, nothing to do yes. with the fucking state of Texas. Nope. But he nope. has the ability under this law to mm-hmm. sue him in the name of this law and possibly receive yeah. a $10,000 bounty. And his whole thing is, I'm just trying to show how fucking stupid this is and force the courts to have to work mm-hmm. through it instead of just yeah. letting it ride. But also mm-hmm. at the same time, if y'all are going to be giving out $10,000 bounties, yes, I would like that. And yeah. so that's that's basically that's the deal it's, with it's, this guy. That's what he's doing. Because I yeah, love I mean, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, so basically it's like large. is the only way he's going to get his name in a Supreme Court case is uh, by doing by doing it this way. So either he's single-handedly saves Roe v. Wade or he gets ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's a win-win, right? Yeah. So I mean, thank you for your service, guy who might get ten thousand uh, dollars, I guess is the way to put it. Um, this guy is a, a fascinating character. Um, he when I say is always gonna be his name in a Supreme Court case, he would have loved to have got a name in a Supreme Court case. One of the things he got, he he was uh, convicted for tax fraud and conspiracy to commit tax fraud. But what he was disbarred for was he's one of these guys who sues everybody. Um, you know, like uh, our, our buddy Drew's character, Diamond Drew, is like, mm. screw him, I'll sue him. You've got rights. Great character, you go watch the videos. But uh, this guy, basically, every time he lost a case, he would sue everybody, including the Arkansas Supreme Court. Uh, so that's what he got. <laughs> he got he got disbarred for being fucking annoying. He's, he's better call Saul without the brain for it. All right. Uh, <laughs> So he uh, one reason he's uh, he's feels solidarity with women in Texas is um, he runs he, he thinks he got railroaded right he got railroaded no, by the feds that doesn't yeah. sound right yeah this guy this former logger in there on tax fraud and tax evasion or whatever he yeah. says it's bullshit that's weird you don't hear that much usually they're yeah. pretty upfront with like yeah I did it and I deserve to be. I deserve to be in prison, but this guy, he's a real maverick yeah. taking a different his, stance. <laughs> his, his blog is literally called Busting the Feds. Bustingthefeds.com, <laughs> I think is it. And he says one of the reasons he, he wants to stand up for Texas women is like he says, uh, I don't like that kind of deal because really that's why I just got through doing 10 years in federal prison. It's the same deal. They don't want to give anybody thought. a straight shot. Uh, yeah. So here's he, another fun thing about this guy is uh, he man to be let out of prison no one paid any attention because of covid like i said uh so, so yeah so basically so when it comes to the women he's just he's like yeah y'all are getting fucked by the government by the feds i got fucked by the feds mm-hmm. i don't like all that 
I don't like when people get fucked by the feds. So I'm, I'm a good fuck back. I'm a good feminist ally trying to save Roe v. Wade. But if I fuck up and get that ten thousand dollars, we're all going out for Margarita Tuesday. Hey, why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, the second lawsuit also filed by a disgraced disbarred attorney. Um, this guy is in uh, is in Illinois. Um, he was uh, suspended from the state's bar over accusations of sending harassing and threatening emails. So he's not nearly as fun of a bad character, uh, but he, um, he didn't ask for any damages in his case. So even if he wins by losing, he doesn't get anything. He's just purely doing this out of the air quote goodness of his heart, or maybe to redeem his public image after being disbarred. Um, so I, so those, I was going to ask what you thought, what you thought about that part of it. Like the fact that both of them are disgraced former law. Is it that like they have the, the wherewithal and like the legal background and stuff to sort of see how this shit could work. And, 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 you know, or yeah. like, and also are they self-aware about how, like that, that really adds to the, the fact that they're both disgraced and disbarred former loggers in completely different States, you know, like the whole thing seems built to discredit the law is what I'm saying. Yeah. And like, yeah all of it like how aware are they of all of that they're like yeah I, you know if i wasn't disgraced i wouldn't be doing this i yeah i mean i think it's like well they both know how to this. both want their name in the paper i think is what it was down to um but the, the, the how confusing this all is about who they're for who they're against i was scrolling through uh, uh stilly's blog uh he has a couple posts about this and the comments are both we support you and fuck you die in a fire from both sides of the abortion debate. <laughs> right, because because the pro the anti-abortion people uh -huh. they they just see he's suing an abortion doctor, right? Yeah. So he's like mm -hmm. he's a a virtuous heroic mm -hmm. figure cuz he's taking on the evil of abortion is what they think. And so yeah. they're like, yeah, right on. And I guess the same thing in reverse, you know. I mean, when I first read what was happening, I I also misunderstood it. I thought it was that type of deal that he was just trying mm -hmm. to get that money or whatever until I read the details of it. So, yeah, I could definitely yeah. see people being pretty confused over this whole thing. But, again, that's kind of the whole deal with this law in general, right, is that it's a complete clusterfuck, and it's inherently yeah. confusing. That's part of why mm -hmm. it's so stupid and terrible. Well, this is what happens, why stuff gets so confusing with the Supreme Court makes decisions that aren't really decisions and decides stuff based upon procedure and standing. Everyone's confused about what the law is and can't quite figure out, figure out what anybody's doing or saying. So these guys are just providing standing. They're giving, they're putting in, putting in a lawsuit. So this Texas doctor has someone to appeal the case to a higher court with, which is why the Supreme Court kicked it back because it wasn't a, there wasn't a legit name on the other side of the lawsuit, right? So that's that's what's happening here. But if the Supreme Court weren't such fucking cowards and actually hear a case in the merits and, and stand by there. I mean, this guy could fuck up and overturn Roe v. Wade. This could be the case that undoes it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, somebody's we've got to get to an end result here. Um, if, uh, yeah, yeah, I talked about the website. So you can read his blog. Uh, <laughs> in the feds.com. This guy's a weirdo. Uh, hope he gets under off house arrest so uh, he can go to the courthouse and be yelled at by both sides and be very confused. Yeah. Be, yeah. I bet them, but some fire press conferences right there. Yeah. Um, also related to this, so uh, this broke the breaking news today Anonymous, uh, the uh, online hacker collective that's sort of a uh, uh, wing of Antifa. Um, mm -hmm. the, the most the effective wing of Antifa, the one actually outs Nazis and the reason. They I mean, don't Antifa they predate Antifa? Yeah. Like Anonymous they, has been a thing since before. I mean, hell, when did V for Vendetta come out? You know, they wear those guy Fox mask, Fox mask. Yeah. Um, they've been around for uh, a minute. 
Yeah, I mean, since whatever, I mean, the, the, the Anonymous has a, uh, uh, they're an interesting, they have an interesting backstory. They, they used to be radical right, now they're radical left. It's very, it's very weird. Um, but anyway, they uh, they hacked a, uh, a a company called Epic Fail, which is a right wing uh, web hosting server. They they host like uh, 8chan, Gab, and Parler, and also the uh, abortion snitch webpage on uh uh, uh, website, which you're supposed to report your name. People have been flooding it with bullshit tips anyway. Um, but the fun, but a, a fun thing is there's been so much data stolen about who's on these websites and who runs them and who participates in them and so forth that uh, it's going to take years to go through. So we don't even know what information came out except all of it. There's so much data. They know everything about these websites and uh, we're going to be parsing through it for a while. Um, but well, on the law side... Way to go, anonymous. Yeah. yeah, and anytime anybody fucks with these people, I'm you know a fan of it. If, if you like, so Antifa, the the ones you see on the news, fist fighting people in Portland, those are a couple hundred people making Nazi, deterring Nazis from like occupying. A, Nazis march to look like they're powerful, right? So when they get their ass kicked by a bunch of vegans, it sort of messes up their message, right? Sure. So I'm not saying they're not they're not doing good work. Uh, I'm not out there. I don't want to get hit in the face. And I think a lot of that shit's pretty dumb, but uh, more power to you. If you want to go fight a Nazi, I'll, I support you in theory. Um, what, what anonymous does is they hack like stuff like this and um, say uh, subscription lists for white power magazines. And they, 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 uh, they, and the result of which is they get a lot of like Nazi teachers and cops fired. Um, so that's why that the main reason the far right hates Antifa is not the people you see on the news. It's because of anonymous. I just picture um, like a Klansman going door to door with one of those like magazine subscription, you know, sign up things. You know yeah. how to do that, like, like yeah. <laughs> little fundraiser things or whatever. They're out there signing you up for White Power Weekly and fucking, uh, yeah. you know, <clears throat> Nazi Face yeah. Quarterly or whatever. However it works. Uh, one thing that's been lost in the weeds with this is like, uh, I didn't quite understand this, but this um, deputizing people to bounty hunt their neighbors thing, uh, Texas yeah. wasn't necessarily the first and like multiple states are trying a bunch of right. versions of this. Um, for example, Tennessee students and teachers can now sue schools if they quote encounter a member of the opposite biological sex in a multi-occupancy restroom. So, um, okay. What? So if you, like they're being for, they have to have multi-occupancy restrooms in school, public schools. Or whatever, well, but in Tennessee, well, most, if you're in one, if you're a guy and you're in one, and a girl walks in, or vice versa, you could sue the school for if that. You're, a typical school bathroom, like the role like five year olds or whatever. If there is a trans man peeing in this uh, uh, in a stall with you, you can sue the school for that. Oh, so if they just exist in your presence, you may. yes. Well, in the bathroom. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, in Florida, any student who claims to have been deprived of an athletic opportunity because a transgender athlete took their place is now oh bestowed God. with a private cause of action against the school. So this, this, so the, Dude, this is not my joke that I'm taking this from, but yeah. God damn it. The kid who got uh, who lost his spot on the team to Air Bud, you didn't see him suing the fucking school, okay? When a golden retriever took his spot on yeah. the basketball team, he just had to take it. All right, sure, his dad was disappointed, but you know, people that weren't suing each other over a dog playing basketball, this shit's just getting ridiculous. I, maybe that's a, that might be a tenuous analogy to draw because I'm not trying to make any kind of point about. Yeah. Uh, People being dogs. You know no. what I mean. I'm just saying, I'm saying, fucking just take it. You don't make the team fucking deal with it. You know what I mean? I, 
I got, I got, I played one season of JV uh, basketball. I didn't make varsity, right? And let's say the person who beat me out for varsity, let's take it out of, because I don't want to make a, a, a bad analogy, but say like, I don't know, uh, I can't even come up with analogies not being human. It's just like, you, you pretend you, you play high school football in, in, uh, in Florida and you lose your spot to a trans kid. And now you're going to feel bad about that because you wanted to make the team. And now your name's in the newspapers, your parents are suing the school. It's like, what do you, you just embarrassed. Right. Like, it's just like, right. Hey, that you're already kid. embarrassed just from not making that you're a high school kid. You went out for a team. You didn't make it. And then, yeah, it becomes a news story. It's put in the papers, all this shit. It's politicized. I mean, yeah, that's got to be a fucking nightmare. Like, who actually wants I mean, that to happen other than shit-ass parents, you know, who want to capitalize on something? But it's just – this is the type of thing that, like, it feels to me like no one really wants or certainly needs. You no. know, that state legislatures spend so much of their – that's, like, exclusively what they do, I feel like, is come yeah. up with shit like that that nobody asked for. That nobody really wants, but that has this like political bent to it that they can, you know, point to and be like, see, we're, you know, on the front lines of the culture war or whatever. But really, this is some meaningless bullshit that we're I think that pushing through that, right now. I think the hypothetical scenario they're imagining is a trans woman, you know, a, a woman that definitely uh, was born a born man, a, taken, born a guy yeah. who's on the girls' basketball team now and is just out yeah. there just dunking all over everybody and shit like that. It's that Rodney Dangerfield movie, Ladybugs. That's what they're imagining. Yeah. yeah. With uh, John, what's his name? Joanna Man. Yeah. Wasn't that what yeah. Joanna Man was about? Yeah. 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 Uh, which isn't reality. But anyway, 90s it's like movies, so, 90s movies, dog. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This uh, this wasn't even like, I mean, I doubt in this this situation isn't going to come up. It's just it's the, the idea is to make schools afraid to let trans kids play sports. Right. That's, yeah. that's what's going to happen. Uh, along the same lines, Missouri just passed the Second Amendment, Second Amendment Preservation Act which uh, grants $50,000 in damages to any party whose rights to bear arms is deprived, um, which I don't even know what that means. If a business right. says, if I, if, I, if I own a restaurant, I say, I don't want, you can't come in if you're open carrying a gun. You can sue me for $50,000. Like I, I have property rights in my own, in my own restaurant. Um, this, this is like the conservatism is communism now. Like they, they, they spent all, you know, a whole civil rights movement arguing that private property rights meant they didn't have to let people eat there. They didn't want to eat there. And now right. there's no right to, for any private control of your property. You have to let conservatives do crazy shit in there. Um, and now uh, here's the best one. Kentucky citizens can now file a complaint with the attorney general. If a teacher in the school district teaches critical race, uh, race theory and if successful, they will withdraw funding from the school. So you can get your like. First of all, schools aren't teaching critical race theory, but I guess they're talking about any sort of racism adjacent stuff. Your whole school could get defunded by the state if a parent complains about some shit you're being taught. Uh, it's fucking dumb, man. It's real Dude, dumb. The people, you just know that the people who are so fired up about critical race theory being taught in school or whatever are the exact same type of people that don't know shit about what their kids are learning in school and couldn't give a fuck less about school in general, except for, you know, them not allowing prayer in the school or teaching fucking evolution or climate change or whatever and shit like that. But it's just like all the other regular school shit <laughs> that goes on with kids education, you know, they don't know anything about or give a fuck about any of that other than the sort of outrage factories that are these, hot button subjects that they get so attached to but they don't give a fuck about school no i mean it's also like some of this stuff is like hot, extremely tenuous for like fairly like you know what i mean main thing i remember from sixth grade history class 
is uh, me and my buddy John would sit in the back and we take pens apart and we cram all the springs we could into a pen mm-hmm. and we would wad up paper and feed like spitball shooters with springs. Yeah. <laughs> classic. That's classic yeah. sixth grade right Fun there. Yeah. Middle school. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. We're about to get into the uh, questions and comments, but I get, let's show, I do want to show this video just to give this guy a shout out real quick. So yeah, we're just going to just giving it up to this dude here who went to a George Bush event in yeah. out here, right? In Hollywood yeah. is where it was. It was a, big, a George somebody, W. Bush event in Hollywood. Yeah. This well, guy. The other one's dead, so it'd be hard for him to be given a speech. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so uh, he it was a, some sort of big fundraiser. I'm assuming it's one of these paid, paid Bush does quiet paid appearances. He doesn't do very public ones anymore. But he probably got 500 grand for the speech to a bunch of wealthy people, and this guy fucking crashed it and uh, did this. No pressure, Matt. Everybody's watching. Yeah, oh, okay. You, you can bail out, yeah. Sometimes we have, depending on the format of the video, Matt can't download them since we have problems playing them in the browser. But yeah, the guy, uh, he stood up and said, fuck you, you sent me to Iraq on a lie. Why are you gonna, yep. When are you going to apologize to a million dead Iraqis? And they, they got yep. booed by these wealthy uh, Beverly Hills. Well, what I Iraq. noticed about that is like he stands up and he's like, you need to apologize. You lied about Iraq. You lied about weapons of mass destruction. And people, they all start booing. Yeah, these Beverly Hills douchebags start mm-hmm. booing and jeering or whatever. And then he screams. He goes, you sent me to Iraq in 2003. And they kind of shut the fuck up there for a second. They still, like, mm-hmm. drug him out of there. But they were like, oh, shit. And, yeah, he says, you know, you need to apologize. My friends are dead because of you. A million Iraqi. Yeah, he just really, really goes off. And they drag him out of the room. <laughs> screaming because uh you know he wasn't having that shit and i'll tell you what mark in what was presumably a room full of republicans since it's a george w bush event i didn't see not one single person support that troop here's no. a troop right in front of you right and before your very eyes looking for some support and nobody would support that troop i think exercise this first amendment rights in court of the constitution of the united states uh don't hit for them <laughs> not into it Okay, uh, so I'm gonna start looking through the comments and stuff over here real quick. I, uh, we're gonna let you know about a couple things. As a reminder, we got them shirts, them skews shirts. Producer Matt uh, got uh, got done up for us. Go to weeklyskews.com and holler at those. Also, um, just <clears throat> another reminder from me: if you want to go to uh, Patreon.com/slash Trey Crowder and get some extra Trey action, support me on this here internet tip. That would be cool. I do a bunch of stuff, including reviewing politicians. This week is Louis Gomert, and that's uh, that's that's going to be a fun time. That old boy is something else. So yeah, and Mark, you had something, right? Yeah, but before I do that, though, I wanted, did you when you did Gomert? Did you talk about how like his front tooth will fall out while he's talking? And he just picks it up with his tongue and puts it back in. I, guess I like haven't a, done. I haven't done it yet. So thank you very much. I will make sure to uh, to include that. Yeah, just been yeah putting, that's great. Putting the stuff together. Uh, all right, so this weekend is Relay for Life, American Cancer Society. Uh, my wife's the team captain, and uh, uh, I support her by walking every year. Uh, last year, they couldn't do an uh, actual event because of COVID, so we did a relay all around uh, the valley. I walked 27 miles, and my big toenails fell off. Won't be doing that again. So I'll- Jesus. In 27 miles. 
So, uh, but I tweeted out the link a couple days ago on my birthday. If you want to support, or you don't have to donate to me on my page. I don't, I don't give a shit about getting the credit for it. My wife loves, she's very competitive. She wants to run up the score. She likes to win every year. Anything that gets more coming in for cancer, I'm into. Um, but I'll send them the link to Matt to tweet off in the weekly SKUs account or it's on, uh, it's on my personal Facebook page and uh, my Twitter page from a couple days from last Wednesday. Um, yeah. Uh, right on. Uh, fuck cancer. Real quick, fuck cancer. Absolutely. Yeah. I took uh, multiple family members of mine, including my dad. So, yes, fuck cancer. I, one thing I always think of when I hear about the Relay for Life, though, um, that I didn't think twice about at the time, but Relay for Life one year when I was in high school, my senior year of high school, I think one of the like headline events was a drag show <clears throat> with all of the like high school boys, me and all my buddies, football team and all this stuff dressed up in drag for the Relay for Life. And they like threw money at us and fucking put money in our like, you know, um, bra straps and stuff. Kobe won because he was just being a totally slutting it up out there. You could see his balls almost. But anyway, I, uh, like never occurred to me at the time at all. But looking back on it, I feel like that's kind of wild for 2003 in Salina, Tennessee. But apparently from talking to people, that was relatively common. But that's a weird thing if you know how people are about homosexuality and drag and all that stuff in towns like my hometown, you know, but then they, yeah. this is a headline event here. I think it's fairly common during like high school football games in small towns. Yeah. Like when we, we do powder, we do the powder puff game where the cheerleaders play the players will dress up like cheerleaders. Right. right? Um, I, I think we did that. I know they did it on Friday night lights. Uh, yeah, I, I will say that, uh, uh, when I was in fourth grade, me and a couple of buddies, my buddies, uh, Bobby Jr. And Seth, we, uh, Dressed up like women and lip syncs, dude looks like a lady for a talent show. Uh -huh. And fourth grade, uh, fifth fifth grade, I think. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, one of those. But it's weird, like nowadays, how political that would be seen. It'd be like yep. it, right. it, it would be maybe it was bad to do. Maybe maybe it's problematic for a different reason. But now you get trans panic about it, and it'd right be, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, your parents will get scrutinized and shit because it's like, who gave him the idea to do this stuff or whatever? But it's just like that song just slapped. You know, I fucking loved that yeah. song when I was a kid. Had Aerosmith's yeah. greatest hits. That was one of the bangingest bangers on there. You know, and if you're singing Dude Looks Like a Lady, you need to dress up like a fucking lady. Come on. Showmanship, commitment. You know, I played I played saxophone in uh, elementary school, middle school, high school band. And oh, I, 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 I I pretended to I, I air synced by my alto saxophone, even though I'm pretty sure there's not even a saxophone really in the song. Um, win win. <laughs> Can you do fucking Baker Street or like George Michael or any of that shit? I I still have. I last few times I tried to play it. I still remember to read music and still remember the the fingerings and stuff. But my aperture's real bad. It sounds like shit. So I can't really practice in the apartment building. Sounding like shit. So I'll just always sound like shit. Ah, I desperately so. want to watch you just wail on a saxophone. All right, uh, all right. Let's see what y'all got going on over here. Sorry, song dig slap. They say uh, there was a. Let's see here. I clicked it. God damn it. Here we go. Craigist from YouTube says there was a lot of pretend gay or cross-dressing stuff when I was in high school in the early 90s. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've since found out that it's like very common. I just still think that it's that's kind of a wild thing that it was so common in like rural America, you know, for so Dude, long. I just remembered at church camp one year, we did a beauty pageant where all the dudes dressed up like beauty queens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a Southern Baptist church camp. Yeah. <laughs> Who was fancy? Somebody had to be fancy, right? Yeah, yeah. Fancy was her name. Yeah. All right, here we go. 
Yeah, that's one of the best songs in the history of music, by the way. Or one of the best, first of all, songs, but also lyrics is what I meant to say, one of the best lines. I may have been born just plain white trash, but fancy was my name. Actually, if any of y'all fuck with the Bubba Shot the Podcast spinoff show that me, Corey, and Drew do, fancy is this week's song that we cover. That song, that song uh, always gives me chills when she says that line, man. Hell yeah, cool dude. Shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, Trey, did you see today that the Space Force uniforms dropped? They dry. Yes. They're still doing. They're still doing that. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, that was the very first thing I thought. I thought when I saw that the Space Force uniforms dropped, I was like, "They're still doing that." I had just assumed that they would stop doing that, but whatever. Dude, <laughs> hell, the, why not? <laughs> the the Nazi rocket experts that the America the NASA brought over here to work on the space program under Operation Paperclip, the fucking Nazis, the guys that built the V two rockets. We're like, we're against militarizing space. We're not gonna participate in this. You guys are gonna militarize it. Right. <laughs> and now we're just yeah. we're just like we're militarizing space. Fucking yeah. Yep. Yeah, Werner von Braun or whatever. I know yeah. that's a huge thing with him because I'm watching for all mankind. Uh Tracy yeah. Lopez Hasuga says, practice safe sacks, Mark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, thanks, Tracy. Uh the uh, oh yeah, for all mankind. I love that show. By the way, it's fucking. It's I've only just started shows. it, but I do like it. No idea yeah. what this guy's on about, which is why I put it up there. Henry uh, Chanasky says Milton Berle had one of the largest penises in Hollywood. Forrest Tucker was up there too. I read it in a Jackie Gleason bio. He tried to set up a match between the two to see who was larger. All right, I've I've heard that story about Thanks Milton that, Berle. Hank. Yeah, yeah dude, Mil- that's like a famous. Yeah, yeah. Milton Berle. Yeah, he used to. Pull that wiener out all the time and put everybody else to shame, I guess. There's some story about him, like, pulling it out and, like, they were going to measure it by a door frame or something. And, oh, the other guy, and the other guy, like, went to the other side of the door frame. Then Milton Burrow pulled his route and, like, slapped the other side of the door or something like that with it or whatever. <laughs> you know, just, I don't know. Old Hollywood. Just dick stories. Y'all know how it is. Um, um, hang on, hang on. Yeah, too precious with the comment picks, right? I'm trying. Donna Spencer says, "Just be nice to the gentlemen, fancy they'll be nice to you." I used to do a bit on stage about my college girlfriend, how I thought she was rich because I was I was such poor white trash, and her dad like owned a body shop in Nashville, you know. So I was like, "Oh shit, they're loaded," and I uh, compared myself to Fancy throughout the whole thing. That's uh, because that's just how much I relate to it, you know. Um, Let's see here. You never had to resort to prostitution, though, did you? Did your your parents didn't turn you out like fancy? It's not no, uh, but well, you know yeah. what is comedy really, Mark? Other than you know, yeah, parading I mean, yourself around on stage, just uh, yeah, yeah. That I'm obviously I'm kidding. It's not the same thing as prostitution. Not trying to, uh, not trying to do anything where any of that's concerned yeah. right now. <laughs> just just saying a thing. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. a lot of people are confirming that they had the cross-dressing thing too um kyle steven says those spacex i'm assuming you mean space force those space force uniforms fucking slap though uh i'm gonna disagree matt can you pull them up there's a link to it in the doc can they, it would be cool yeah they look they just look kind of like military uniforms to me you know like i, I wanted to I, I would like them to look a little more they don't look bad or nothing they don't look stupid i, I don't think look, but well, first of all, they they, they drilled them out a little too early because the pants and the, the one the pants didn't fit the people wearing today. 
And maybe this because this is like this is good, but they said they designed the uniforms for women for women's comfort first, and then adjusted to the men, which is the opposite of the way the military has historically done uniforms. So that's cool. Um, but they look like Battlestar Galactica, and also the pants are too big for the people wearing them. So it was just like it, they also rolled out. <laughs> um, they're testing their training wear. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I would I pronounced that. Yeah, but I have no clue what that. So EarthCat on YouTube says you were talking about your aperture when we were talking about the sacks earlier. I don't even I don't know what that is. I know what the word aperture generally means, but I had no clue yeah. what you're talking about. I just smiled and nodded. But EarthCat says, "LOL, it's it's embouchure, 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 whatever the hell. I'll, it's a big I'll ass your, looking word, not aperture, like, Mark." Look, it, I, I went to Appomattox County High School. My graduating class was 140 kids, and I learned saxophone from the driver's ed teacher. So <laughs> that's, that's what I'm working with here. I'll take your word for it. Thank for you sure. for the uh, – yeah, it'll never come up in my life again, I don't think. Sweet Yung Thang on YouTube says, You do remember that dressing up in drag and blackface was intended to be as overtly funny as it was quietly hateful. Uh, I, you're probably making a pretty good point with that. I feel like like it probably was a sort of like point and laugh type of situation, <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess, or it's like uh, I don't know, cheapening the whole thing or something like that. But but I can tell you that having done it with me and my buddies as fucking seventeen year old dipshits, at, we it didn't none of that like factored into it for us. We were just we were having a yeah. good time in our dresses it, with our in our you know I, I totally agree with stuff you. out there. Perhaps I'm not familiar with the history. I know that I know that like, of course, men were dressed up like women for Shakespeare back in the you know when they did that back in the day. Uh, I understand it's like it's problematic, maybe in a sense you're deflating a man's masculinity, but it's the idea that you're making fun of women, maybe it is. I don't know. Um, I, I don't just, know. So I, I I I had never thought about that way either, but I read this comment and I just feel like it's like a like a making fun of of gay people thing or something like uh, you know. Yeah. Isn't it silly and crazy, you know, ridiculous This fucking uh, that anyone yeah. would ever do this? You know what I mean? Like, look at that. Isn't that how how silly and dumb is that whole thing? Can you believe anybody would ever do that? Look at these. You know, the, I, I don't know. That's just how I interpreted yeah. it when I read this. Now, blackface. Hey, we're also yeah. we're, we're anti-Taliban. We're also anti-blackface. We established that at the top of the show. We yeah. always said it. We are not black <laughs> pro-blackface at all. And- I don't care what anybody says. I'm not into it. I'm not into blackface. Sorry. I will I will from this moment on commit the rest of my life to never dress up in drag and sing do looks like a lady ever again. And uh fourth fifth figure me or whatever is going to atone for it. I don't know. I, I you're probably right. I'm not making fun of you. I'm probably dumb on this. I just didn't know that. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't know that either. But that, that's interesting. Matt said he got Matt, if you have them, yeah, throw them up there so everybody can see them since we've been yeah. talking about them. Hell. So, yeah, there you go. See, I I mean, you're right about the pants. They are clearly too big for these people, which is a weird oversight, I feel like. I mean, was anybody waiting, you know, uh, with bated breath on the Space Force uniforms to drop? Like, if the pants are fucked up, just wait, get get different pants or something. Uh, Other than that, though, yeah, I think they look fine. I would not say they slap, but I think they look fine. Yeah. Uh, What do you think they do day-to-day in Space Force headquarters? I do. Who the hell knows? My my go to yeah. is always you know combat the threat of moon Muslims, but I have no idea. Moon Muslims, moon yeah. Muslims, but I have no idea what yeah. the hell they actually do they, all day. Uh, say one thing before we go is like they all Space, Space Force also announced that they're they're testing their training wear, which is just shorts and a t shirt. But they're obviously they're obviously very thoroughly testing it. And they put out apparently one of their lieutenants is a former college star athlete, and she would made a video talking about how they're she's putting it through the toughest testing, so they'll know if the Space Force shirts and t shirt work. 
<laughs> Made me laugh. <laughs> okay. Well, right on. Yes, thank you yeah. for putting that up there. Reminder, go to wellreadcomedy.com if you are vaccinated and want to see me live. Okay, that's it for this week's edition of Weekly Skews. We will be back next Tuesday. I'm Trey, and that's Mark. Producer Matt's back there. Thank you all. See you later. Bye. <laughs>